welcome to the Finding Hope, Joy, and Purpose podcast. This is your host, Jamel Godlewski. Happy winter. Happy grumpy winter from me. We had a great Christmas. It was nice and green. And we've had an Arctic blast now in January. People say, oh, but the sun is shining. Well, the sun was shining and it was zero. So that doesn't really help my attitude too much. Maybe when you're listening to this, spring might have sprung. I am praying and hoping for that. I hope you have been following um, this season on being home, the idea of home, what it means, what it feels like. We've had um, an interview or two. We have more on the way. And today I come to you with a little bit different topic. I have found myself really missing my daughter. She is 10 hours away at Northern Michigan University in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan on the shores of Lake Superior, where just the other day, which would have been like January 21st, and 20th, they went for a hike on the beach, the beach of snow where the waves were frozen in place. That is where my daughter's at. Um, and I won't see her until she comes home for spring break. So I really miss her. Um, I keep thinking I'm just going to go up and visit. But I'm also saving my money for a big vacation in May. It's just tough, right? And I find myself kind of homesick, I think. It makes me think of 20 plus years ago. Um, I mean, I was 27, but I moved out to southern New Mexico. And my parents would come visit me a couple times a year. In the first summer after I moved out, I came home that first summer, and I stayed with them in this little two-bedroom house, this little two-bedroom house that I now live in, and it made me think of them being homesick, my guess is, for me, hence why they would come visit, and then I came to visit. In 1998, that was when I moved out, and at that time, my parents had moved out of the farmhouse that I grew up in, is my home growing up, my physical home, and they moved into this house, which is where my grandma lived, but she had um, moved out into a nursing home, and when I think of when I moved away that Christmas of 98, um... It makes me think of, like I said, how my parents maybe missed me and now how I miss my daughter. And it makes me think of homesick maybe isn't necessarily missing a place. It's missing a person. Homesickness doesn't have to do with the building. I mean, I guess it can have to do with the building. But for me, right now, in this place where I'm at, it's missing people. 
And what is it about these people that make me homesick for them? I had a friend ask me, what is it that I miss most about Callie, my daughter? And my, my answer was simple. Her presence. Just being in the same room and breathing the same air. I live alone in my house, this two-bedroom house that my parents lived in, that my grandma lived in. When my grandma lived here, she was also alone. My grandpa had passed years, 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 years earlier. And then this was the home that my, the house that my parents lived out the rest of their days. And I miss all of their presence. Makes me think of different kind of weird things then. Is there others that I don't feel homesick about? Or others that I do? And why, why is that? I think of friendships and other people that I miss, but I think the homesickness from those relationships are that those relationships just disappeared. They just vanished. They wore out, maybe. And that's, that's what I miss. With my parents... Growing up, the summer I moved out, when I moved home and I would come spend time with them, I could just be in the same room as them. And there might be no talking. And my mom would be knitting and my dad probably watching a basketball game. But just in that atmosphere, I felt secure, felt safe, I felt comfortable with them. I could be myself. And I knew I was loved unconditionally. It was just being together. Okay, I mentioned that my dad would probably be watching basketball. Well, my dad loved baseball and basketball. Now, those of us that grew up in the 70s, 70s and 80s, at least those of us that lived out here in the country, we didn't have cable, and um, but we got a lot of channels with our our antenna, and we could get South Bend cha channels and stations. And WNDU carried Notre Dame basketball, and then if we wanted to, we could flip it, move the antenna. Do you remember the days of moving the antenna? No, a lot of you don't know those days. Anyway, we would move the antenna and point it south, and we could pick up Fort Wayne channels. And on those channels, we could watch either IU basketball games if they were on or Purdue basketball games if they were on. My dad loved basketball. And every year, he would tell me about the county tournament. So when he was growing up, LaGrange County did not have... Um, consolidated high schools they were all these little schools like Scott and Mongo and Brighton and Wilkettville or Wilkett Mills and LaGrange High School and they would have a county basketball tournament and he would always tell me about it they'd fill Howe Military Gym 
anyway, after they both passed and I was cleaning out all of their stuff, I found one of his journals and it was from 1954. And there it was, all the scores from the county basketball tournament. And not just the team scores, but he had all the individual scoring written down too. Anyway, so that was how I grew up, was listening and watching to those, watching those things. And I loved basketball. That was my sport. And when I got old enough, I think it was probably sixth grade, we would fill out the brackets for the NCAA tournament. And then we would watch as many games together as we could. We would keep track of our brackets and winners and losers. And there was... No prize at the end. It was just fun. Now, my dad's last four years of his life, um, he lived in a nursing home. He had multiple sclerosis, and we couldn't care for him at home and not provide really good care. So he moved into Life Care Center, and um, everybody knew out there that he watched his sports. And it was probably the last year of his life. I think it was. And um, he called me because he couldn't get the Butler game. So Butler University is just the north side of Indianapolis, and they had made it, made it to the Final Four. And for some reason, he couldn't get the game on his TV. So I went out and fixed it for him, and then we watched the game together. My dad died in 2014, and when he died, I I quit watching sports. And I was a, kind of a sports fanatic of sorts, always had football games on or basketball or baseball or the Olympics or whatever, whatever. And I just, I just quit. Now, a couple years later, the good old Cubbies, and my dad was a huge Cubs fan, they they made it to the playoffs and like, we were going to win the World Series and they screwed it up. But the following year, this time we really did live up to our saying of there's always next year. And we did win the World Series. And I remember staying up late and watching it and just bawling my eyes out when they won because I wished I could be there with my dad. I was homesick for my dad. And also in 2014, like I said, I quit watching sports completely and I quit I quit filling out the brackets. I just, I just didn't really care anymore. Now, 2023, I did do it. I filled out brackets. Why? Well, Purdue was number one, and I am a Boilermaker. This was our year. I watched some games. Pre-tournament and tournament's on. I've got my brackets filled out. Purdue's the number one seed. And lo and behold, we get upset in the first round. And I laughed and I cried. 
And I thought how I would have called my dad and we would have talked about it. I was homesick for my dad. I sometimes wonder that if I'm that kind of parent to my daughter, that she'll be, she would be, she will be when she's older, homesick for mom. Not for this house, per se. Anyway, homesick. I've rambled on quite a bit here. You might be thinking, well, Jamel, you haven't really talked about your mom. And I think it's because, I think it's because I still miss my mom. I think it, I think it hurts too much to talk about, think about my homesickness for my mom. Anyway, there's a song by Mercy Me called Homesick. It's, I'm pretty sure, over 12 years old. Um, and this is how it goes. You're in a better place. I've heard a thousand times, and at least a thousand times, I've rejoiced for you. But the reason why I'm broken, the reason why I cry, is how long must I wait to be with you? I close my eyes, and I see your face. If home's where my heart is, then I'm out of place. Lord, won't you give me strength to make it through somehow? I've never been more homesick than now. I know my dad and my mom are both in a better place. They were suffering physically with their illnesses. And I'm rejoiced for them. They're together now. But I'm still homesick. And my daughter, yeah, she's no doubt. This is the college that God wants her to be at. And she is living her absolute best place. And this is the place for her. And I've rejoiced for her. Hundreds of times. But how long must I wait to be with her again? Home sickness. Have any of you felt homesick or are you homesick? Maybe I should be rejoicing that at least I have homesickness in the sense of I have had the concept, I felt the idea of home, a place, a group of people, a person that makes me feel safe and secure, makes me feel comfortable to be myself, and loves unconditionally. If I were to not have that with a person or a group of people, then I would never experience homesickness. I think it's a natural longing that we have. I'm not going to go as far as to say it's a good one, but I think it's 
natural for us as human beings to long for those people, to long for those magical places in our memories. Home sickness. This isn't meant to be a downer episode. It's meant to be an honest episode because I think sometimes we keep these feelings inside and we just try to face them alone. Well, I'm here being honest and saying it's hard and that's okay. It's hard. I hope you have been following along this season. I hope you've enjoyed what you've heard. Maybe you've cried a few tears with me. And if you've enjoyed anything or you've gotten something out of it, please, I would love to hear from you. You can comment on my social media platforms or send me an email or a message. Um, Share this on your social media. That would be great. I would greatly, greatly appreciate that. So this season isn't quite over, so please stay tuned for more. And I hope to be more positive episodes. Cheer up, your cup. Cheer up. And take care, everybody.